Welcome to the next episode of Splitting Cases. We are in the home of a multifaceted man. Whoa. He is a greenskeeper, he is in a band, and he is a sweet home brewer. Hi, Richard. Hi. Hi, boys. Well, hello, Mr. Fancy Pants. It's a very welcoming house, I must say. Yeah, thanks. We are both totally smitten with the house, dude. <laughs> yeah, nice. We are homey people. It's a good thing. Uh, first of all, before we go into the topic, because it was completely new for me, it wasn't new for Pointy, but he hasn't watched it in a long while. What's your band? Uh, the band is called Great Toad. Yeah. And you've got an album on the way? Yeah, we've been working on this album for quite a while, well, eight years. Mm. So we recorded it last year. We had it mixed uh, last year. No, this year? Yeah, this year we had it mixed, but yeah. we weren't so happy with it, so we've been mixing it ourselves in the in the band room. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, and it's it's going to the master tonight, actually. Oh, very oh, cool. Yeah. Weren't you happy with, with the... Oh, we kind of rushed the mixing, and um, you got to just spend so much time on it. Oh, shit, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah like really knuckle in, like we kind of... We wanted to get things particular, you know, so... Absolutely. Yeah. And uh, the other thing I mentioned was that you have a sweet homebrew set up outside. It is yes. awesome. You make some <laughs> great beers. Yeah, thanks, mate. <laughs> I just feel the need to mention that. Someone of yeah. that many talents deserves a recognition. You're just like, just flattery all around. Flattery all around. <laughs> so, what is the topic for today? We're going to talk about Army of Darkness. Because I didn't know what Army of Darkness was when you suggested it as a topic until I went and researched it and watched it myself. What's Army right. of Darkness? Well, Army of Darkness is the third instalment of a trilogy, of the Evil Dead trilogy, which uh, is directed by and written by Sam Raimi, and I believe his brother as well. Yeah, I think, I think his okay. brother as well, in, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and um, yeah, well, Sam Raimi's Spider-Man fame. Oh, it's funny how, like, you, you do so much in your life, but you're known for Spider-Man. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and I think he probably regrets that third Spider-Man movie that he did. Yeah. Well, what, no one's like... Uh, no one's podcasting about the third Spider-Man movie, are they? That's <laughs> exactly true. But the third Evil Dead movie, different story. Oh, man. Why do you like Army of Darkness? It's just quirky. But the directing style is pretty cool. Like, real jittery camera kind of shots. Yeah. And, like, it's quite unique because I haven't really seen that kind of directing style. Yeah. It gets, it gets up, you know, and the chasing kind of thing, like... Yeah. yeah. It'll run through the forest and then the camera will like kind of split through a tree. Like it'll kind of go through the tree. And... It's really unique. They're like this. Oh, well, sorry. Hold on. We'll get to this in a second. Pointy. You've seen it like ages ago, right? Yeah. Oh, before I, before we get to that, I was sort of thinking, do we need to maybe give everyone the premise of what Evil Dead is as a whole? Like, so we're saying Army of Darkness is the third movie. What would you say if I said I hadn't seen Evil Dead 2 yet? Well... I think you're trying to like make a bit of a through line to the last episode. <laughs> Our last episode was on High Fidelity. High Fidelity, Evil Dead reference. Oh, right. man, perfect segue. Um, <laughs> I mean, it was perfect timing, really. Right. And it wasn't deliberate. So, yeah, premise of Evil Dead. Because I actually haven't seen Evil Dead 1 and 2, and I just jumped straight into Army of Darkness. Yeah, well, I thought I'd leave that for, for Richard, not us. Okay. He's the expert. <laughs> Richard. All right, well, Evil, of, Evil Dead... I mean, starts in a cabin, and it's kind of about this book called Book of the Dead. Yeah. 
and there's like this professor who's found it and he's gone to the woods to um decipher the the book of the dead yeah the necronomicon as it's called yeah that's right that's pretty cool yeah and uh it's such it's an like 80s, it's bound in, 80s word it's yeah such an 80s word. and it's it's written in human blood yeah and, and it's cut and it's like covered in human skin like it's a pretty evil book <laughs> and, um, of all the of, of all the evil things the book covered in human skin is probably the evil thing yeah it's like if you want to read that yeah you can... yeah if you're into that exactly that's uh some twisted stuff yeah, yeah. <laughs> and um anyway he starts deciphering this book and he awakes the the deadites or the the evil within the book and all shit breaks loose in the Are house. Are the deadites the sweet skeletons at the end of Army of Darkness? Yeah, they're the deadites. Yeah, okay. Right. I think even the ghoul, the ghoulie guys are kind of yeah. deadites too. And, okay, so Evil Dead 2? That's a thing? That's where it left. It, it's kind of, it's almost like a it's repeat. Continuation? It, it, it is, but it's kind of almost a re... It's almost... It's the same scene. It's just, oh, you know, it's the same sort of... It's the same setup. Yeah, just, it's just kind of like more. Yeah. You know, it's like a... But, um, yeah, and that's where it goes further. That gives him the leap to get into Army of Darkness. So, okay, we have the, the precedence of what Evil Dead is. We know Richard's a fan. We know I've just seen it. When did you see it? I don't know if we've talked about my, um, my dark childhood... Uh, as, a, as, a, as a boy scout oh where god was, yeah I think we have yeah um, I think we might have talked about it but that's incidental to this story other than the fact that I did see Army of Darkness at a scouts night and uh, yeah I remember watching it then and maybe once after that but I've not seen the first Evil Dead or Evil Dead 2 did it oh seen. whoa you're like me but I haven't seen it yet okay so right. yet so you probably will see it at some point. That's right. I'm not counting it out. I know it's there and I know it's good. <laughs> like you can't watch everything or listen to everything. Some things you just put on a short list and go, I know I will watch that at some point or listen to that at one point and it'll be good. Yeah, yeah it's, it's there in reserve. That's fair enough. How did the Boy Scouts go down? Exactly right. I'm like, how can you just brush over that? Oh, oh well, it's only every, Was there, you know, um, shitting themselves scared or was oh it no no it was just fine like I guess we were probably like I don't know 12 or 13 or something yeah yeah. and um we were kind of like the wussiest boy scout troop <laughs> ever because like our idea of camping was just sleeping in the scout hall in tents <laughs> like playing Goldeneye and like watching horror movies um so that's, so that's what we did yeah no on the Nintendo, Nintendo 64 yeah. oh, way before Xbox so yeah, um, yeah. So, yeah. But, but remember, yeah, we had what this like. What do you mean epic... by the dark past, though? <laughs> Delve uh, into your dark past. Oh, uh, well, Moose just likes this story that I was on this like one scout camp once that I'd forgotten about for years. And one night we were out together, and it just sort of flashed back that there was like That's this camp point. where there was this scout leader that for some reason thought it was okay to like lick boys' ears. Oh really? Like stick yeah, his tongue that like is the right in reaction. your ear, oh. and like yeah. I kind of just must have blocked it out for years. And then I remember one night, yeah, there was this like odd leader that thought this was a game, and it was funny and it's kind of creepy. Was that when you decided to leave the scouts? <laughs> I actually stayed for a long time, so maybe it was like Stockholm syndrome or something. But, <laughs> he got a lot of licked ears, but um, no, no, it was only the once, just the once, just the once. 
Um, oh man. Yeah, like who but looks in the ear? Like who anybody? looks yeah. in the ear? It's an odd thing. Maybe he had some sort of like wax fetish. I don't know. I don't oh, know. was it like the tongue inside? The oh head? yeah, the tongue was, was inside. Getting, the oh head. man. Yeah, it wasn't oh. like the outskirts. So of the you really ear. felt that tongue, like really burying. Yeah, burying, I burying. was violated. Oh man. Wow. That's, I thought that's it was graphic. just like. So this has really gone to a the dark The shell place of the now. ear, not the burrowing? Not the shell of the ear. Yeah, that's like, like the shell, <laughs> yeah, right? Yeah, I got the shell. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Like, so you put the shell to the ear. Okay. Similar shape. No, I'll, I'll pay that. Was it enough. just out of the blue or was it like, you know, no, you show you how to light a fire it was like and then... <laughs> show you how to light a fire and then... In your ear, let me look it out. I mean, it was <laughs> oh, that's terrible. probably like, 20 years ago, so I don't remember the specifics. Uh, right. Other than, like, he thought it was some sort of fun game where, like, if you got caught... That's what happened. Um, and, yeah. I'm going to lick your ear. Yeah. Anyway, odd times. That's a dark past. Army Scouts. of Darkness, dark past. Okay, <laughs> back onto topic. I mean, that sounds more terrifying than the it Book does. of the Dead anyway, to be fair. <laughs> Not knowing what it was about and kind of sensing it from the start being more horror than comedy, Ash is hilarious. Yeah, he's, he's, got, he's got it going on. He's got mm. a good ego and he's uh for someone who works at the s mart and he's kind of like he's yeah. like your regular checkout clerk kind of guy yeah he has such a great healthy ego he does and he he's a bit of a fool as well yeah you know but he pulls it off like he manages to you know after he comes out of the pit yeah and he has his shotgun see this this is my boomstick <laughs> The 12-gauge double-barreled Remington, S-Mart's top of the line. You can find this in the sporting goods department. That's right, this sweet baby was made in Grand Rapids, Michigan. Retails for about $109.95. It's got a walnut stock, cobalt blue steel, and a hair trigger. That's right, shop smart, shop S-Mart. You got that? Oh my God, and he has the... The, the, just the, the massive spurt of blood coming yeah, out of the... Yeah. Oh, which kind of looks like the pit they throw one into in Return of the Jedi. That's too. Oh, sorry. Yeah, yes. a plank. Because yeah. doesn't... But I'm really casting my mind back here. But isn't... Doesn't, like, Ash fuck up in the movie, like, he's not meant to do something, but he does? Yeah. Or he does it He recites the words. Or something? Yeah. Incorrectly. But he kind of, like, just... Shrugs it off. And He's like, stop that, telling yeah, me. I know what I know. What I've, like, yeah. I've got the words. That's right. And yeah. he, it was the deal. He said, I get the book and you send me back to my own time. Mm. But it, when the old man, wise man, was telling him the words, yeah. he goes, Yeah, I got it. He I got it. it. Fine. Yeah. He, yeah. So he fucked up royally. Platu, verata, nectar. Okay. Well, repeat them. Platu, verata, nectar. Again. I got it. I got it. I know your damn words, all right? Now you get this straight, the both of you. If I get that book, you send me back. After that, I'm history. His cockiness kind of screwed him yeah. over. But it kind of made the film. It kind of made the film. Oh, my God. and then you had like the double ash as well. And that was kind of, because I was, you know, Sam Raimi kind of got that a bit of the th- uh, Three Stooges. Yeah. Because oh, totally. that slapsticky thing in there. Yeah. Three yeah. Stooges-esque. Yeah, totally. Yeah, because he does the old, you know, the yes. hand the ice. Yeah. Hey, hey. What's the big idea taking by? Taking by. Why, yeah. Oh. Oh. I'm blind. I'm blind. The windmill is probably one of the coolest. The windmill? When he runs to the windmill and that's oh, when it all yeah. goes down. 
Yeah. But, you know, there's the scene there where it's the camera... Um, where the camera is just like shaking up against the door and he's like screaming as yeah. it's like banging down the door. And that's a pretty cool shot. I really like that. It is a really cool shot. Yeah, it's like you really feel like the windmill is going to fucking break it off. I really love as well when he splits himself into a whole bunch of little ash. Like he, yeah, the, the yeah. reflection in the mirror shatters yeah. and like the ten little hymns crawl out and he ends up trying to yeah. like kill them all. Yeah. But they fight back and they're stronger. And one goes down to his... Yes. And then he like boils the kettle and he swallows boiling hot water. Yes. Which is, you know, you wonder how he does it. It's a great way to clean this. Okay, little fella. How about some hot chocolate, huh? (laughs) It's absurdist. This movie is just like, it's it's a comedy horror, but it's really offbeat. It's really weird. It's good. Yeah. But I, I think like, as a general rule, most horror movies are comedies to some extent like whether it's deliberate or not like the human centipede (laughs) that was totally comedy I mean my only reference to human centipede is the South Park episode about human centipede a human sent iPad yes but I do remember that you watched it when you were sick and it might have been that time when you were so sick that we couldn't go to Festival of the Sun yeah, and I don't was. know why you thought that movie would be appropriate to watch when <laughs> you were like, like yeah. I was firing out of both ends quite literally so I was like I need something trashy to watch my wife is at work I'm home by myself yeah. firing out of both ends alright I'll, I'll watch The Human Centipede <laughs> so they would have sewn you in the middle yeah they, oh man I would have been so sick they would have sewn me in the middle yeah that wouldn't have been fun for anyone involved no. And just like, <laughs> sorry, we will get back to Army of Darkness, but just talking logistically here, you'd have to want to be the front one in that, if it's three people, yeah. you wouldn't want to be the middle or especially not the end. No. You know? That's not good. No. I mean, none uh, of it's Let's good. not ponder <laughs> on it. Let's not ponder it any longer than you we need to. You brought it up. Wait, no. You well, no, I didn't realize. Oh, yeah, I brought it up. <laughs> it's funny, just because of the special effects at that time in that movie especially the deadites at the end that are the um, the skeleton ones yeah like it reminds me in the sort of stop motioniness of it of parts of Beetlejuice Tim Burton's movie oh yeah yeah love Beetlejuice yeah but you know how some of the some of the characters are almost stop motiony at times yeah when he's there in a different world it's like yes it reminds me of that like but almost probably it's better done than Beetlejuice because all the skeletons are really intricate and there's so many of them. Yeah, true. Like a whole army. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. Because some were kind of humans, <laughs> you know, kind of people dressed up mm. as that as well. But Oh, like, were they? Yeah, some were. Like, okay. They were the kind of more fleshy yeah, yeah. Oh, skeletons. True. Yeah. Yeah. But just, just because I try and ram everything back to a couple of different topics every episode. How does this relate to you, am I? Well, close. <laughs> Don't you think it's crazy how completely into practical effects that everyone is with the new Star Wars movie. What do you mean? Like, that seems to be, like, the main selling point that everyone harps on about in every interview and every press thing they do. It's like, oh, we're going back to practical effects. Rather than CGI. Oh, no. Like, it's it's nuts. It's like cool. they... That's the big thing, which I'm not complaining about because I think that's good, but it's just crazy that that's the selling point. Yeah. Well, well it's... Like, explosions in movies you know CGI explosions just don't do it yeah do that's it that's true there, there is a different like, feel like Die Hard had the best explosions like they yeah. were huge well and know? Die Hard was badass yeah, Die Hard, yeah and just generally yeah it was badass. just generally badass yeah <laughs> there is I guess a parallel 
to Army of Darkness and New Beginnings with the upcoming TV series. Oh, hell yeah. You know, there's going to be... Oh, we might be telling you something now. There's an Army of Darkness TV series that starring... um, Bruce Campbell. Bruce Campbell. Campbell. Is it really? Oh my God, I think More trailers. Wow. Yeah, so it's a a new Evil Dead TV show starring Bruce Campbell starting like in a month or so. And is it based on the same story? Uh, Yeah, Yeah, as far as I know, yeah. Fuck yeah. And like, um, so he's playing Ash, but like a, an older version of Ash. Ah. Like, so he's talking about his story and how he could have saved the world. Like oh, I don't know world. what the plot is. Like, I haven't even watched the trailer, but um, yeah, I read a bit about. Oh, it. I've watched the trailer. It's good. <laughs> cool, because they brought out an Evil Dead Four or something like that. Oh, okay, and did it was, they? It was horrible. It was like a Hollywood kind of smash out. Oh, really? Yeah, I don't even remember that. Yeah, so like, I think it, it wasn't an Australian actor in it. So it wasn't like Sam Raimi directed. It was no, sort of a. It was like somebody you know taken over it and kind of. But it was based about the cabin. Like the cabin was still there in the woods, but it just it doesn't have the same vibe, you know. Was it called like Cabin in the Woods or something like that? Okay, here you go. On the hard drive somewhere. Here you go. Here's more things. More things. to stand against it. Oh, that's the car. Yes. Same car. Yeah. Looking sweet. Pablo, music. Here's the plan. There must be some There's spell I can say to undo this BS once and for all. Well, that sucked pretty hard. Awesome. <laughs> this looks awesome. Let's go. I was going to say you're dead. We might have time to stop for churros. That's not a racist thing, Pablo. That's just a great dessert. You know I'm not Mexican, right? That's the spirit. Excellent. It looks so good, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. I, I feel like we're in the prime age to be pandered to. Oh, by everyone. It's, like, it's like if you're like in your late 20s to mid 30s, Everyone's pandering to you. <laughs> oh yeah, just start bringing back He-Man, and I'm totally right. <laughs> yeah. We're all good. Your know, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles has been back. Oh, oh man, yeah, that I I really like that movie. But I it's kind of like be careful says. what you wish for because for every Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, there's a Transformers. Oh movie. yeah, you gotta yeah. keep yeah. that in mind. That that is not just us, right? It's universally agreed as bad. Yeah, I can't see how anyone could watch those Transformers movies and think they're good. Yeah, I've never. I've never been a fan. I mean, I love the Transformer toys. Me too. I loved them as a kid. That 80s cartoon Transformers movie, that's where you learn lessons. Optimus died. Oh, man. Totally. Do you remember the He-Man movie? I do. (gasps) The the live action one? With Dolph Lundgren? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Where Skeletor looked like the Emperor from Star Wars, basically. Yeah. The Cosmic Key? Cosmic Key? It was was kind of like a a chandelier or something. A scientific fucking, like, uh, saxophone or something. It's like, (laughs) let's suck everything that you love out of that show... And make it live action. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's like right. the whole oh. premise of this show is we're Just on an alien. We're on an alien world where it's all you know magical. Oh, let's transport them to Earth. <laughs> like, hang on. The whole point of this show was it was on another world. <laughs> Where there was like a giant cast that someone rode. Yep. Yeah. And now we're just oh, in the city. Cringer. Not downtown LA or no. where it was. Or, no. You know? 
It's not a thing. And okay, so that brings <laughs> me to that trailer you just watched. I feel like in pandering to us and our demographic, uh, it's also sort of now they know how to treat stuff like the fan universe wants it to be treated. Like, I think there's a lot less of Transformers excluded. There's a lot less of kind of, oh, let's do this, but let's change it all up. You know, I think there's a lot of, okay, they want to do an Evil Dead TV show, but maybe let's not completely fuck it up and make it completely ridiculous away from the original premise. Yeah, yeah. Just... It's kind of like easy and safe money on the sort of studio's behalf, though. Because... Oh, I don't care. I mean, I don't care. I want it. But you do need to wonder, like, whether it's impacting, like, you know, creativity and new stuff that could be good. Yeah. Oh. When you go, okay, what TV shows are on the air? Leave that Hannibal, for the kids to think about. Based on no. a movie that's 20 Stop years it. old. <laughs> Fargo. Bates Motel. Fargo. <laughs> Bates Hotel, sorry. Fargo. Based on something else. Fargo. Like, yeah. there's a Scream TV series now. Like, the... I don't know. You just need to is wonder. Is there a Scream TV series? Yeah, there is. Leave it for the up, up and coming Leave kids to, to think Bebop. about. Don't okay. think about it yourself. They're pandering to you. Sit and drink the Kool-Aid. Okay. I'll do as I'm told. Man. Should I eat an onion as well? Why would you eat an onion? Tony does. Oh, fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck off. I think they had a YouTube clip of just normal people eating an onion. Mm. <laughs> you know? And it wasn't good. No, it's not good. Why would it be good? It would never be good. No. So apart from Bruce Campbell. It's like your special effects. <laughs> Hold on. Just just take take a little bit of special effects, but don't go overboard. Army of Darkness did. <clears throat> They're like, we could just have like a little bit of blood coming out of the ground. No, we'll have all of it. <laughs> is apart from Sam Raimi and Bruce Campbell, is anyone in those movies that we'd know now? Uh, Bridget Fonda was in... Bridget Fonda? Was in... She was... She was in one of the early ones, number two, I think, number one. Mm. Yeah, she was the Ash's fiance. Okay. And uh, he had to kill her. He had to kill his own fiance because she it got in her and it went bad. So that's why he's pretty badass by the third movie because he's seen some. He's seen some. Oh yeah, he's, he's been on a hero's journey. He just yeah. he's has his broomstick and he knows how to fucking deal with things. Yeah, yeah. When did you first see that movie? I think back in high school when I was. In the early 90s, because it came out in 91, I think. It came out a bit later, like 93 93, right. Yeah, two. Let's, let's split the difference, say two. Yeah, cool. <laughs> and, um, <laughs> it's like, we had the technology to watch these trailers, but we won't verify the year this came out. Ash can mess with his <laughs> There are some so things we're going to leave to chance. <laughs> I think I, um, I don't even know the first time I watched it. Hmm? I can't even say, but... There was, uh, my friends, we would just, we would watch it over and over. My good friend. Yeah. Jamie Bucholtz. Hey, Jamie. Oh, that's Jamie. Yep. He, um, we would talk about this movie all the time and we would quote it all the time. And what was it? Like, why? Apart from the fact he says groovy a lot. I don't know. It was just, it's got good one-liners in it. Yeah, so many. Was it, um... Like, first you want to kiss me, then you want to kill me. And then he he spits out a grape seed and goes, blow. Man, he's the ultimate dude. So, was it um, Zami of Darkness sort of an odd movie to be into in, in Lithgow? Or, yeah, I don't, I don't or know. Or was it just like, like I didn't grow up in Lithgow, but I did grow up in a. Lithgow, Lithgow. 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 John Lithgow. Lithgow. You can call it Lithgow. You Lithgow. called it Lithgow. Oh, I'm sorry. John Lithgow. Lithgow. It wasn't deliberate. I'm sorry. <laughs> Lithgow. Um, <laughs> Shout out to Lithgow. 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 
Shout out to Third Rock from the Sun. <laughs> John um, Lithgow. Anyway, my point was, um, like, you know, was it an unusual movie to be into um, growing um, up, or was it just sort of... I don't think so. I think, you know, at that era, like, everyone's kind of into something. That's true. You know, like, we love bad taste as well. Mm. I've seen bad taste. Once, when I was early teens. Yeah. It was... Yeah. And Peter Jackson, you know? Yeah. That was that was out there. That was like pre-Frighteners. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Frighteners was a good film well, too. Well, I liked Frighteners. Yeah, yeah. But that was his Hollywoody kind of thing. But yeah, but we're also into Razorback. 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 Don't know that. It's like. Why is that like Peter? Not Peter Weir. It's like early. It's an eighties one. I've got the I've got the VHS right. Oh here. shit! Yeah. And bad where have I heard about Razorback lately? I've never heard of Razorback. No, that really rings a bell. This is the only two VHSs I've still done. Oh, hell yeah. What's the other one? Oh, Bad Taste. Yeah, and Razorback. Oh, uh, go Razorback. So, Razorback is about a giant boar in the outback. Yeah, I know this from somewhere. So, it's an Australian movie? Yeah, yeah. So, it's got, you know, all those beautiful Australian... You know, yes, that's that. why I fucking know it. Because... Ivor Davies from Ice House did the soundtrack. Oh, really? Yeah. That's cool. I I heard him talking about it like a year or so ago and I was like, fucking Razorback. I yeah. don't know what that is. It was done pretty good. It was pretty um thrilling. About a boar in the outback. Yeah. Yeah. And it was fucking huge. Yeah. And it would just tear people apart. It is pretty them. scary. Yeah. But the scenery is pretty... You know, the scenes are really... Like, you know, it's like dusty and, you know, dry and yeah. they're in abattoirs. And, yeah. Oh know? my God, that would be, that would be freaky. Yeah. Um, did you have Army of Darkness on VHS? Is that why you watch it so much? No. Head on DVD. Okay. It's in the DVD times. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. And I had it and I've lost it. I was trying oh. to find it. I was trying to find it the other day to kind <laughs> of Trying just, to refresh. Yeah, to I had to watch up. it on YouTube. So I feel like there's not a movie that ridiculous these days that's both like badass comedy, horror, ridiculousness. Shaun of the Dead is the only one I can think of. Uh, Life is... After Beth? Oh, fucking Life After Beth. That's, that's sort of... Yes, but no, it's not as... Oh, it's probably oh, like a little bit more... It's a, much more conventional. Have you seen Life After Beth? No. You know, well, I feel like it's somewhat similar. I guess. Have you seen Aubrey Plaza? Like no. the she's in uh, Scott she's Pilgrim, in, she's in Parks and Recreation. Parks and Rec. She's Chris Pratt's girlfriend. I haven't seen that either. Man, it's, it's kind so of a bit good. like a Pet Cemetery. Oh, in yeah. totally. You know how they come back to life and and you know you gotta kill the one you love. Late early late eighties early nineties were the best for horror. Are you a big horror? Fan? I used to be. A, I used to be like um, when I was at school. Like I was pretty into all the Friday Thirteenth movies. Yeah, because um, there's gore and then there's horror. Thriller type. Yeah. yeah. I was I was pretty super into Friday the thirteenth growing up and Nightmare on Elm Street and Halloween. Yeah. Um, yeah that Friday sort the 13th, of stuff. That was pretty creepy. What yeah, was the one I always like remember the, the pasty white guy with the pins in his head? Uh Hellraiser. Hellraiser, yeah. that's right. Yeah. yeah. Clive Barker books. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um yeah, I watched all the Hellraiser ones and I don't know, it was just one of those things. I think because you know, video stores aren't obviously a thing anymore. Mm. But back then, like, you'd just hire something based yeah. on the cover. Like, yeah. you'd just walk yeah. in and fucking go, oh, I, I don't know cover. what that is, but I'll give that a crack. Yeah. Like, that doesn't really Sometimes happen anymore, get, like, I guess. A, 
a, a movie cover that was embossed like it would oh, be out yeah, like yeah, a special yeah. one I've got to get that yeah that's like it's textural you know whatever totally it was, you know? but I think it was just that whole um, you know you can buy 10 weeklies for 7 bucks yeah. or whatever and you yeah. just take a punt because you're like oh, okay yeah. I'm getting you know might as well a bunch. I'll just one. give it a go and yeah. so you wouldn't be so precious about what you watched and so you were exposed for a lot of different things what's the movie is there some kind of like early 90s virtual reality horror movie Total Recall are you talking no. about it's like kind of what's the yeah. plot of Lawnmower Man that's kind of like that yeah, is that kind of like that yeah that's virtual reality yeah I think I'm thinking of Lawnmower Man does he get reprogrammed I can't remember all I can remember is something about Lawnmower and something about virtual reality and was there also a movie about someone in like a Dude. massive like Mack truck chasing someone down and I remember like watching like the end oh. of something and they're in a Mack truck and they're chasing someone down it's like kind of a grey it's like a bush kind of setting and then I went to see Disney on Ice that afternoon <laughs> that sounds like a perfect mix of sweet and yeah. sour <laughs> yeah I just I really do find that my memory is terrible and occasionally I come out with those kind of things and it's like Wow. I mean, it was almost like you were going to say, and then a scout leader licked your ear then. Yeah, no, you, <laughs> you definitely part. do win the prize, I'm sorry. <laughs> I feel like there's something in your brain that's picking up on that. Yeah, yeah. I keep thinking of Roadhouse. I mean, yeah. Oh, what's, what's, what's Roadhouse? Yeah, but that wasn't Patrick like... Patrick Swayze. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. She's similar. like the wind. I mean, there was a, a movie, I don't think it was in late night, I think it was like more like maybe early 2000s. Running on Empty? No. Oh, that's Jackson Brown wasn't there like a movie <laughs> called like Roadkill or something uh, like that was, you know how uh, Quentin Tarantino and oh Roadhouse by Quentin Tarantino right did he run no Roadhouse? not Roadhouse no, it was um, Grindhouse Grindhouse, Grindhouse. Fuck. yeah, yeah. Plan- that was like Planet Terror and yeah. 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 yeah but I still like in relation to the, the new Ash vs. Evil Dead TV show uh, what is it it's Ash vs. Dead or something like that. Ash vs. Evil Dead. Ash vs. Yeah. Evil Dead. Freddy vs. Jason. Alien vs. Predator. Yeah. It's like all that kind of like the reboot stuff in the early two thousands really fucked it up. Yeah. It's not great. No. So I think that they're doing right. Well, I think they fucked Alien once they did Alien Three. Really, mm. like Alien Three yeah. was not great. Alien Resurrection was awful. I know it was a cool idea to have aliens and predators together but be careful yeah. what you wish for I mean, it's just like hollywood executives <laughs> be careful just what going, you wish for you know what we can do we can get alien and predator and put it together and make money oh my god uh oh okay documentary you need to watch and you need to watch um death of superman lives so apparently there well, was Nicolas cage was going to be superman yeah <laughs> really? yes so, I've seen photos. Superman. so tim burton um was going to direct sort of a gritty reboot of Superman in the mid 90s after he did Batman Returns oh. and the studio like because <laughs> he was riding high after a story of a young boy being drowned in a <laughs> tried to be drowned in a river and then eating fish and becoming the mayor yes so he wanted to reboot uh yeah reboot Superman and he cast Nicolas Cage and they got really through the development stage and then it was put in development hell because there was this like this studio executive that was like we want a giant spider in it and this and that and oh my god and so like Kevin Smith did like a rewrite on it and heaps of people and so they have interviews with everybody that was working on it and the thing that 
talking about like development hell really stuck out for me was that you know the Will Smith movie Wild Wild West yes yeah. that had the giant spider that had in the it? giant spider yes. made by the guy that wanted the giant spider <laughs> in thing. Superman Lives which was going to be the movie he had a thing for giant oh, I mean the amount of cocaine that dude must have had <laughs> to just be like this is what we need a there. fucking giant spider in this movie <laughs> yeah Kevin Smith is like I just went to see Wild Wild West and I just went you know what he got his fucking spider he got his spider <laughs> So there's these dudes out there who go, yeah, you know, let's take this movie and put all these things in it. Let's take He-Man and, like, bring him to L.A. And it just never yeah. works. Yeah. It's like Poochie. Hmm. It's just... <laughs> when are they going to get to the fireworks factory? <laughs> yeah, they really ruin it, don't they? Oh, yeah, they man. Ruin. Well, not everything needs to be for everyone. Like, I no. think that's the... Army of Darkness was not for everyone. No. And that's how you build the niche. But that's what lasts, because people come back to it, because it's their thing. Mm. Yeah. Cult stuff. Speaking yep. of hilarious, overly self-referential horror movies, do you remember the last in the Nightmare on Elm Street series where it was like... Final Nightmare, where it was like, based on... Like, the actor that played yeah. in the original movie, yep. the, like... Wes yeah, Craven yeah. was Wes writing stories of his dreams and it was coming to real life. Yeah. And haunting. Oh, that, was, that was awesome. I really liked that. It was like the... Um, it was the pre-Scream movie. Like, oh, he, they basically did that. Yeah. Then they did Scream. But Scream is almost... Well, not almost, but it's very similar to that movie in a lot of ways. Like, especially Scream 2. Isn't Scream 2, like, they do the movie about... Oh, it totally being like is. Scream. Yeah. But it's very much like um, The Final Nightmare. Yeah. yeah. It's oh, the same easy. sort of setup. And I'm sure somebody needs to pick Freddy in the future, so we can't cover too much ground. But my God, when in that movie, uh, Final Nightmare, when he puts the, the claws up through the seat in the car oh, when yeah. he's falling asleep, I just... I can't help when I get in a car in the dark, but just, just check behind me. And I know it's completely irrational, but I just have this fear, you know. But <laughs> you know, you're not asleep. I don't know. Well, that's the whole thing of that movie. It's like, you're not in danger if you're not asleep. I check behind me anyway. It could be anybody in the backseat. Thank you. You know? Thank you. I mean, I'd be more worried about Jason than Freddy, to well, be honest. I guess so, because he's real life. Well, he's or real I... life, and you can't kill him. Army of Darkness. Let's wind this up. I was, uh, I was telling the band members that I'm doing this podcast, <clears throat> and because we're called Great Toad, and, and we used to be called Great Toad the Chameleon Circus. Yeah, but um, I, I love that there's like another name. It's like, yeah, we've retired that name. We yeah. used to be this. <laughs> yeah, we shortened the name. We shortened it because yeah, it's a mouthful. Yeah, we were Sonic Death Monkey. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but um, there's a movie called The Holy Mountain. Yeah, and they said, "What are you, you should have told? Should have picked The Holy Mountain." Oh yes. Yeah, this this is a film okay. that you guys so need to watch. So what is The watch. Holy Mountain? Okay, it's it's made in South America by okay. I think. Alexandro Jaradowski? I haven't that mean, that means nothing to me. I, I like the that's sound his of name. Alexandro Jaradowski. That's it. I think Lithgow. <laughs> Lithgow. Let's go. better yeah. than that. <laughs> Alexandro <laughs> Lithgow. <laughs> yes. But this is um it's it's a far out film. This is why we got our band name from here. Mm-hmm. It, there's this one scene in there where they enact the Spanish Inquisitors coming over to... Spanish Inquisition? Yeah, when they come over and, and got into 
South America there, mm. but it's played by chameleons and and toads. And actually, actual chameleons. And they toads. dress the little chameleons up in like little headdresses and. Oh my god! And, and, the, and the toads are wearing like cloaks, like the Spanish, and they just like real animals. Yeah, and they come in, and they've got like like all their like little Inca pyramids and stuff set up in like this little play in the in the in the town. Yeah, and it's just the toads coming over the top, like and and eating the chameleons, and then oh my god! And then it just turns to blood. Okay, we need to we need to do this. <laughs> yeah, we need to do this. Yeah, and then and then the whole thing blows up, like they blow it up. They blow up everything. There's like toads and chameleons fucking flying everywhere. Oh my god! Yeah, it and sounds like you know, nature's fucked up. Humans can fuck them up even more. Yeah, that's it. Oh my god, that's awesome. Yeah, when was this a thing? When was that made? Uh, back in the seventies. Oh my god. Oh, maybe late, maybe eighties. But apparently, John Lennon actually donated money to get this film made. I believe that. Yeah, oh, yeah I believe that. I can just believe he was yeah. like, yes. But it's very, it's very political and very li- religious. True. There's all these like little things all the way through it. But it's we actually when we played a gig at the Lass one night we because they had the projector there, so yeah. I took the movie down on DVD and we and we shot it behind us while we were playing. Oh, I fucking wish I and, was at that gig. And people were like, like they weren't even watching us. They were just like yeah. watching the film going, and we were just playing music and. And then I'll just sing like the power to the like, red tadpoles or something in my head. There. Power to the tadpoles. <laughs> oh my gosh! Yeah. But then you know the public had pulled the film because there's a scene where like there's just lots of kids running around with like little leaves over there. Hold on, they're, hold on. In naughty bits. So pulled the film during the performance. Yeah, yeah, because it was. Oh getting... Oh my god! But it wasn't anything. Can I have a fi- high five? Are you getting? <laughs> You getting you out outraging the lass. <laughs> yeah, Ian just pulled it. That's like, excellent. Yeah. But it was um, it wasn't sexual or anything. It was no, just no, like kids running around. But look, I they just do want it. It's I a touch. To well, I don't. I don't mean in that way. But it's a touchy subject. <laughs> yes, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> you, just you just don't want to go too far. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And also, it was a short, shortish kind of scene, but that's what it got pulled. But it was. Pre- it's a weird film, and I urge oh you to see god. it. Oh my god! Yeah. This really feels like the kind of thing, you know, how everything's a blockbuster these days and, like, it's harder for the smaller indie or the weird films to get made. Yeah, like, yeah. too many... It's Everything's made by a committee now. So, oh, man. That's cool. Like, yeah. Army of Darkness... Army of Darkness is totally representing all of the weird shit right now. Yeah, yeah. That just got made because someone thought that was... Yeah, different. Good and different and... Well, I feel like... Tonight's episode is a total role reversal to usual. So I feel like I'm ranting more than you. Mm. But I kind of think it's because, like, the internet was this thing that was meant to, you know, make everything more individual and you could see more different stuff. But in some ways, oh, it's right. made it... I didn't know what the thumbs up was about. I was just like, go ahead. But in some ways, it's made <laughs> it, like, more consistent because everyone's watching the same thing. Like, it this becomes a thing, so everyone watches it. Yeah. Whereas it's... I don't like know. Is the zeitgeist of things like yeah, it's know, like it's, it's it becomes popular because of a and it becomes like a bit of a snowball type effect yeah. where everyone's like, oh, okay, well, I've got to go see that. Yeah. Whereas I don't know, like before, it was that whole experience like we were talking about with the video shops, where you just walk in and there's a rack of thousand videos, and it's like, well, I'm not going to be able to see all of them. Mm. So which ones do I need to see? I think the idea of a cult movie completely changes now that you can just watch anything anytime. Hmm. You know, because there is yeah. no bonding in the fact that 
oh my god have you seen this oh my god you know yeah you, there was well, more effort, you there was more effort to find a cult film in yeah. those days now it's just a, you know it, it becomes viral so quickly we should probably like <laughs> wind back to the to the podcast here because this will be getting wildly off track Army of Darkness <laughs> we've, we've three gone. reasons you'd recommend people see this movie oh come on you gotta say top five okay quirky directing comedy give me some sugar baby sweet skeletons yep and one liners groovy alright well you suggested the top five so add the extra two chainsaws on motherfucking arms yeah and books made of skin thank you Richard awesome, awesome you, topic a pleasure sorry for the wildly off topic <laughs> it's what people have come to know and love people have come to know and love uh, so if they want to find your band where can they find your band you can find us on Facebook is the only spot so oh, far right that is totally an okay spot yeah, to find you yeah because they can both find you and like you there yeah and keep a keep an ear out for our album it's coming out very soon pointy where can they find us uh, splittingcases.com it's got links to all of our superfluous crap that you should check out because we still love that stuff and put a lot of effort into it I think we missed a giant opportunity not calling the podcast superfluous crap. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. I got news for you, pal. You ain't leading but two things right now. Jack and shit. And Jack left town. Please.